Hey, JT Smith for the front office news back again for part two. Yeah, so good we had to make two parts this time for sure. But man, Dan Sellers is back. So we're gonna keep talking about this Power Six G5 situation. Um, just like you, you know, I'm gonna I'm piggyback off what you said. I felt that in my soul how he was talking about this. Um, at the end of the day, it's eight to 10 teams in the P5 that make it to P5. We understand it's money grab. We understand certain, they put butts in the seat when, it, when, it's, when COVID isn't around. Um, they generate a lot of money. We understand that. But at the end of the day, some of these smaller teams are starting to build that, put in that work where they're just as good, not, they're just as good as a lot of the P5 teams because they have the P5 umbrella. But then, you know, it's, it's the, you know, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama. Those are the three that are normally like a cut above everybody else on a, on a consistent basis, right? Then you got the second tier. Sometimes LSU is up there. Florida is starting to kind of make a comeback, but they're beatable. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. they're always just world beaters. Um, you got Penn State. Norm, this year they suck, but normally they're kind of they're, they're You kind of see them want to want to come up. Um, but then even even in the Power Five, I feel like Indiana got slighted. Personally, wow. that team was one of the best teams I watched all year. And they didn't. I think they were, what ten. I don't think they made them top ten, did they? Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think they got in the top ten. Yeah, they didn't get a New Year's six. I don't think they got a New Year's six bowl. And that's that's a slap in a pure slap in the face to those young boys. They lost to Ohio State on the road by seven points. They were down by 30, 28 points. They came back and made it a game. I mean, just I understand like maybe your team's getting lax, but just to have that kind of heart to come back on the road during COVID. I mean, that's a heck of a Heck of a feat, and they smacked everybody else. Everybody else they played, they smacked them in the mouth, and they just looked like the better team on the field. So um, I just don't like that. Um, certain stuff, I feel like it's certain teams that get favoritism. Some warrant it, but then in general, if you play for the SEC, even though it is the best conference, because you you losing the SEC don't matter. Like, I don't like that. Like, if Cincinnati yeah. loses one time, then they're freaking ranked 35. You know what I mean? Where – Florida can lose to a terrible LSU team this year and only go back one spot. And it's like, it's terrible. And at home with fans, and you lose, you lose to LSU who had nothing but freshmen, a lot of people, everybody else is declared for a draft, but they only go back one spot. So it's like the, the good thing, I think this year, because people can't, couldn't travel as much, couldn't do certain things, more eyes were on college football and a lot of, big media really showed Cincinnati love. Like they actually had, you know, ESPN representative at on campus during the, during the show. When does that happen? You know what I yeah. mean? So it, it, it's, yeah. it, it, it's going to be positive. I think that comes out of it. Maybe they'll expand it to six and then just give a G5 slide. I don't even care if they got to do that. I think that's going to make it fair for, even if it's not Cincinnati. I don't even want them to use the term G5 in, in P5. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think they need to yeah. get rid of that. I yeah. think you have to, because prime example, like you said, Indiana, come on, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Indiana could, I mean, could make the same claim, you know, that, you know, how Ohio State get in and and, and they didn't get any uh, better consideration. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to play Indiana in a bowl game. No. I don't want to play them. I don't want to nope. see no parts of Indiana. Nope. You know, for the first time in 
40 years. For so, sure. But it's like they don't, it's the same snake that bites us, bit them. And, yep. and, and that's because, you know, we are such elitist, elitist in this whole uh, sports media world in that, oh, I, I, you know, I went to a Big Ten school. No, you went to Rutgers, dog. <laughs> You know, you went to, you know, Illinois. Come on, man. That's not yeah. a big ten team. That's a that power five team. That's a that's a you know great institution. Yeah. As far as football, not very great. And yep. you know, have not been in, in, in millions of years. So yeah, it's been a while. So why so but that's what they get to do is to say you're a blue bud or you're not and you know your consideration your brand means more than what you actually do on the field or what happened to you you know yeah, um, yeah. So, like it's like Notre Dame Notre Dame should not be in the top four I, no. I would take Texas A&M over them uh yeah yeah, um, yeah. seven uh SEC get wins in a row yeah versus you know you beat you beat Clemson but you didn't beat number one Clemson yeah, you yeah, know yeah. you know coach was saying oh we beat Clemson when they were number one, no, they were not. If they were honest with themselves, Clemson would have never been number one as long as Trevor Lawrence was not the quarterback. Yeah, you know? true. And true. their defense playing as bad as they were at the time. Yeah, and, so they and, were not the number one. And they had a lot of guys out on defense. I didn't know. I think they had the middle start middle linebacker was out. They, a couple other people. So it was like, you know, certain stuff like that that people were just talking about Lawrence and then it kind of clouded it clouded everything too. You know what I mean? But Notre yeah. Dame did play a lot better the first game. They were they were playing. Book played like, oh my God, he played so scary, scary in that second game. I don't know if you watched a little bit of it or not. Yeah. He missed a few throws. Yeah, he kept trying to hit kid the out, outside corner besides if he was gonna scramble, just cut it up. It was just he did a lot of a lot of things. I was just like, "Come on, bro, you ain't <laughs> kind of shook. You yeah. seeing ghosts out there?" But uh, yeah, he yeah <laughs> they 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 got on they got in his uh, face a lot and, and disrupted him. And yeah, and it's it's going to be ugly. I think the first game. I think Alabama. The fact that Florida played so well against Alabama is a detriment to yeah. uh, Notre Dame. Yes, they they, they want to put some numbers up. Prove that they're, you know, they're still number one. They're not so, explosive enough, too, to even – Notre Dame isn't explosive. They got those big body receivers and yeah. tight ends. They can't – they're not going to chunk play you. Even when – I mean, even when they beat NC, North, North Carolina, they didn't chunk play them to death. They just out-physical them. And you know Notre, Alabama's going to be able to handle physicality. Oh, can, yeah. can you get some chunk plays? That's not gonna happen. Yeah. Like with them, yeah. some tight ends. I mean, they be no. I mean, they are like tight end. You, I'll give them their props, but they ain't gonna be able to kill Notre. You know, kill Alabama, and they pissed. They no. get let forty six drop forty six on them. So right. they might not score ten points against uh, Alabama right. in two weeks. So <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to say the least. Yeah, well, man. Well, here's the thing, man. For all the fans out there, and a lot of the guys who. You know, I get feedback from the pod, the uh, podcast, uh, UC guys, and um, like I've been saying the entire year, we are not one of the top four best teams, and we should not 
Uh, we should be pissed off that we got overjumped by, you know, you know, uh, Oklahoma and Iowa State. But yeah, what we should not be pissed about is getting picked as a top four based on what what happened. Yeah. Now, if if Ohio State lost and they lost to uh, Northwestern Big, yeah, yeah, then you know, um, Notre Dame beat Clemson. And you know, uh, Alabama played a tough game, a short, I mean, a tight game. Then, I, then I would probably say, uh, you know, yeah, give us a shot, yeah, yeah, not that we so much deserve it, we deserve it because we we, we did we took care of our business, but you know, it's we're not tough. gonna line up every day and beat, uh, you know, Clemson, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. games, it's not gonna happen. So, that, but you know, based on the circumstances, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but what I'm, but I guess what we need to be cognizant of is that being in the top ten does wonders for our program. And oh, having yeah. a chance to be in the top five, if we win, we beat Georgia, we've got a chance to finish in the top five, maybe yeah. one of the four spots. Yeah, true. And what that does is take a recruit who is thinking about going to Notre Dame as a, you know, and they've got three running backs that are sophomores and saying hey you can play here our our yeah. defensive end or offensive lineman that's going to michigan yeah you know, hey you know we, we're going to be number we're going to be in the top 10 no matter who we play or what conference we play out of every year we're going to have a shot as we get better and better yep and um you know because if we keep winning they're not going to keep putting us at number eight they're going to start sure. just like they were doing with ucf and yep. uh so um, you know, so that's that's where we're headed if one fickle stays or like I said, the alternative hopefully be Coach Freeman. Yeah, um, yeah. if this program keeps doing what it's doing and it's recruiting, and that's the biggest thing, man, is how how well we're recruiting. And when you can look across our roster and you see five and six NFL players. You know, not draft picks so much as far as that next year, but just guys that are going to be eventual yeah. NFL players. You start seeing five and six on the team, um, you know, and then you get four or five a year. That's yeah. when you just stay in the top ten, and it doesn't matter where you're playing out of. People are, you know, um, respecting you. And it's going to be hard, man. It's hard. Yeah. It's not like playing in the MAC where we're going to yeah. roll through everybody, yeah. you know, it's, Guess what, man? Houston is going to be back next year. SMU is going to be tough again next year. Yep. Uh, who else? Uh, you know, UCF is going to be tough as long as they got that freaking quarterback. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, they got Gabriel. He's only a sophomore too. That's crazy. And, and don't think, don't think South Florida isn't coming back. You know, they because they were one of the original ones. Yeah, they were one of the original OG uh, good teams. You know, probably the end of what the end of the Big East, wasn't they? Yeah. They were legit. They were sick. They, they were sick. <laughs> then they because they had uh what's the dude that that hopped around too much and then and messed himself up because he kept hopping around. Haggard. Haggard, yeah. Remember because he, yeah. he went to Oregon. Willie Taggart. 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 I said Haggard. Dang Taggart. He went to, he went to Oregon, then he went to Florida State. Nah, but he should have stayed. Yeah. Nah, he's in one of those little Florida schools now. He should have stayed in Oregon, man. He was only there one year, and he improved the team the first year he was there. He had it set, and 
he let he let the dream job mess him up. He wasn't there long enough to make that move, man. He burnt his, he burnt too many bridges, man. You got Phil Knight. I mean, the only dream job you should have is go back to your your home team, maybe. And you know, because you know, that was his. Yeah. But when you're winning, it's just not the right time, man. Yeah. I mean, and like, the timing was he was he wasn't there long enough. He needed right. He's only there one year. You could right. tell he was putting it down, and then he just was – he had too many people in his he, – he jumped too much. He should have waited. And you got to think about it. He was a black coach, so you know they're going to be on you a little bit tougher, man. You got you got to <laughs> make sure you're on, on point. You got to be on point. We don't get those those jobs all the time. Well, you know, speaking of which, we've never had a black uh, football coach at the University of Cincinnati, which seems crazy to me. Uh, but, hey, it just – you know – I think our next coach will be if Fickle ever leaves. Uh, I hope he doesn't leave. I hope he takes Cincinnati and builds it and and, and yeah. you know and brings coaches in and, and grow them like some of these other guys. But if not, you know, I want Freeman to be the next guy. Same. 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 And uh, I'll shout that off the rooftops, man. And I think he has the capacity to and the pedigree uh, to be very successful. Anywhere he goes, but yeah. definitely here because you know he's a, he's an Ohio guy who understands Ohio high school uh, football yeah. and coaches and things like that, and that should always and remain to be um, the uh, you know the, the stepping stone of UC football or should the cornerstone. I'm sorry, UC yeah. football. They don't say stepping stone. Everybody get. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't mind because you know people always joke with me. They say, man. Uh, you know, all all coaches do it. Cincinnati, they they use you Cincinnati as a, a stepping stone. And I'm like, dude, every college in the country, with the exception of five schools, are yeah, a stepping stone. For sure. So the good thing is, at Cincinnati, whenever we had to change coaches because a coach did a good a job, good yeah. enough job with somebody else wanted them. And so that exactly. means winning over nine uh, between nine and eleven games every year. Yeah. That, that's fine by me. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't care who gets it done, as long as they yeah. get it done. Exactly, exactly. So. Yeah, it's, it's great when people know how to recruit this area, man. That's right. that's just because man, I'm gonna get back on harp on stuff probably talked about earlier, but like that's why I like Iowa State's legit now. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they're not like a blue blood team of by any sort, but Iowa, Iowa State, Kentucky, Michigan State, when they made their big bump, they were getting getting those kids from Ohio. You yeah. Know? Because they're yeah. like, okay, Ohio State can only take so many Ohio kids nowadays. Yeah. You take those loose dogs, they're right. going to go somewhere, be under the radar, and then you're going to pop up and be like, dang, dude is from up the street. Or dude, yeah. they, dude <laughs> is from Cleveland. You know, because it's just Ohio's, Ohio's a pedigree. I mean, we might not be the biggest state, but yeah, look at when it comes down to, I think, what, top five? Top five of the states? You know what? Yeah. Depending on how you cut it, you know, it's what yeah. you know, Texas, Florida, Ohio, California, and then maybe Pennsylvania in there, yeah. you know, Georgia, Georgia. But, you know, I, I take California out there. They used to be a powerhouse, but, um, you know, when I, when I lived out in L.A., I went to yeah. and I, I just they were fast and they had some guys, but they they weren't the most physical. Uh, that's yeah, that's, they, they, yeah they, didn't, they weren't. As well rounded as you're gonna find in Ohio, yep. and Texas, and Alabama, you know, Florida and Georgia. 
it's starting to happen on both sides, man. Because, like, even yeah. on, you know, hoops, that's when I always noticed it on hoops first. It's like, man, you take a physical, you take a, your kids could be raised the same, take 10 kids from the Midwest, take them out to Cali, them t- I'm, you give me them Midwest boys. All day long. You're going to see it because they're going to be, they're going to, either the guards going to be trying to get rebounds, they're going to try to put you in a post. You know, they just going to play a lot more sturdy where the West Coast, they want to run up and down because they, they don't have that. You know, it get it gets ugly in the winter here. So you you gonna go hoop? You might be dribbling with with your with your mitts on and doing all that stuff. So so you know up there they ain't got to worry about that. That's the same with football. You know, football right. you catching plants. You know, you might have to do all right. I'm gonna do five minutes with my, without gloves. I gotta do five minutes with my gloves. Let my hands warm back up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's a different ball game. You be like, all right, I'm gonna go sit in the yeah. house for a little bit. I'm gonna come back out, Russell. You know, like it's yeah. Oh yeah, and Cali, you get up like man. All right, I'm gonna go chill. I can go to the mall, and then like <laughs> I might want to do some sprints. You ain't gonna want to, man. Pretty palm trees and stuff out there. Man, we play football later. We go, we go, yeah. go ahead and see what these ladies talking about. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, they're, yeah, they're kind of soft. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it makes sense, man. It's it's the, it's the habitat. <laughs> it's the habitat. <laughs> habitat, man. You can throw your shades on every day out there. <laughs> we got we got a shovel. You know what I'm saying? Just make you tougher, make you a little angry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you all happy all the time. You get up, you like, oh, I'm cool. I'm gonna walk the dog or whatever. We like, damn, I gotta walk the dog today. You know what I'm saying? It's ten <laughs> degrees outside. You know, I gotta yeah. go roll this can down here. You yeah. pissed off. But. So, so let me ask you, man, uh, just to get back on on the on the Bearcats. Yep. Um, what do you what do you did you get a good look at Ponder? How did he play? I didn't. I didn't. I noticed he had a bulky knee knee pad knee brace okay. on, and um, so I don't know if he was the same as he was before the injury for sure. Hopefully, he get a little bit of time and can do his thing. But he wasn't the same. He didn't jump out the same. I don't know if it was the rain in the knee too, you know, yeah. on top of it. But uh he he definitely had a brace on though, the whole the whole game. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think he was explosive as all, at all. And nope. uh, I think that hurt us. I think when you you know, I think coach has to realize that when you don't have yeah. three man front, you gotta be explosive and, mm-hmm. and hit those gaps and you make you gotta yeah. make the offensive linemen chew. And I think that he wasn't able to to be you know, in the gaps as quickly as he, he would like. So normally, yeah. I hope they figure that out, and, and you know, hope number one, his treatments get getting better. Well, we got ten days. Is it ten days? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah. yeah ten days. About ten days. Yeah, that's it. And um, hopefully, in that time, he gets more flexibility in that knee. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I never did find out what exactly was wrong with him. Yeah. Um, it was a sprained knee. It probably was it had to be a sprained knee. He was out there playing. But yeah, he was back. So yeah. Just, so yeah, that's, it's gonna be interesting. I think they're gonna have to go for four four two and then just yeah put it put one of the hard hitting safeties in there consistently sometimes. Yeah, I mean they're gonna have to put a lot of man coverage on the backside yeah. and then they're gonna have to put a lot of pressure on the run, like run blitzes and things yeah. like that, try to exploit um the front five. And yeah. um, but it's you know. Um, I think we have linebackers to do that. I just, I just think that coach has to be, you know, aware of the difference in offensive linemen and their size. And and if our guys can't out quick, then we, we're gonna have to go with a four-man front. Yeah. Um, 
versus a three. And I yeah. don't mind a three-man front if you got two linebackers coming. Yeah. Um, I think Samaje did a good job on the end. He got yeah, a yeah. lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Uh, you know, he 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 played well down the line, but at the point of attack, we just did not penetrate as, as well as we normally Yeah, not like normal. It wasn't a normal. Yeah. Normal and, and the front. linebackers just kind of sat back there and they were getting hit because yeah. they weren't they weren't the aggressor. You know, yeah, it's yeah. okay to get hit as a linebacker if you're if you're filling the gap that you're responsible for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you are sitting back and you don't even get to your gap, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. one thing to, to to chase flow and be able to get off the block and you know chase somebody on the outside. But yeah, somebody runs through your gap, that's an automatic five yard gain. Yeah, you know, at the minimum. So I saw a lot of that uh, the other day. Yeah, yeah. So I would love to figure out what's going on with Ponder, man. Really yeah. Good. He had the bulk. He had the bulk. He had the brakes on. So I know he's toughing it out. Hopefully he can be cool. But because even the other thing we talk about, um, Van got nicked up in the, in that game too. Who was so, that? Uh, Malik Van, the other oh. uh, DN. So yeah, he got nicked up. You know, so I'm mean, hopefully he's cool. I think he's cool, but I know he got nicked up a little bit. So that's gonna be interesting. Well, I gotta so, believe that there's not a player. That ain't gonna uh, try to on the roster that's not trying to play. <laughs> oh man, no, I believe that. No, they gonna Peach Bowl, Atlanta, that stadium. <laughs> man, they, they about to man, because they win, you know how historic that's gonna be if they pull this off. Man, it's gonna be crazy, crazy. man. That's like you know, us beating Penn State when I was there. And yeah, we beat so, some good teams, you know. We always we beat Virginia Tech yeah. a few times, and uh, and then um, I, I watched them beat uh, Wisconsin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. With Ron Dane and yeah, I remember that. So it, it's you know it would be historic. Yep, you know? it'd be super historic, man. And, you know, because if they could pull it off, they it's you know they probably disappointed by other stuff. But man, at the end of the day, this is if you told everybody, no matter what, all the um, because they did get fleeced a little bit. I don't say top four, but just I I don't think they ranked them where they should have. So I'm gonna keep saying that, but. If you told the Bearcats they're going to be able to play in a New Year's Six Bowl against a Blue Blood team, you're going to sign up for that at the end of the year. And you undefeated and you got a chance to knock off a Blue Blood team and you feel like you got slided a little bit too. And, and, just, you, got, and you got a league championship. You can't take that away. I mean, no, you, got you can't. A championship. No, you know, no splits. In, uh, it's, it's been a while, but when I walk in uh, – the Olympic Center, and I look up and see those Big East championships, mm-hmm. and I look over and see those national championships. Those are significant, man. Yep. You know, um, you know, Big East was a BCS uh, conference. Yeah. So you know, how how are we one day in a BCS, but now we're in a you know group of five. So yeah, I, I get you know, I really get again. Like I'm like fickle when it comes to that. I, I think it's crazy, but yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what I believe, and he almost said it. You know, he kind of said it in so many ways. Fick is exactly where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. He is, um, you know, not in a a a uh, you know final four situation, which we would end up playing Alabama, and we all kind of understand what that might might or might not be like. Yeah, but um, uh, but he's in a situation with a, with a SEC team that is human. Yeah, and yeah, um, they, they lost they games to teams that you know we I believe we could compete with. 
Mm-hmm. So what I'm what I'm thinking is what I'm thinking is I think Fick feels like, hey man, this is the best scenario for us because if we can finish this a complete undefeated team next year, we go into the season. First of all, we go into recruiting season um, with the undefeated team and uh, a top, you know, sixteen, you know, five yeah. and. Um, you know, and we also have a chance to return some guys who are going to come back because of the COVID. And I'm thinking Ponder might be that guy because, you know, if we get him back, you know, hey, man, look, just come back, get, you know, first year graduate school or graduate, whatever. And you can sit your ass down and get paid, you know, for real, for real, mm. instead of running out here and becoming a free agent somewhere. Just come back, get yourself in better shape. You know, get yourself ready to be a premier uh, NFL star uh, uh, recruit, and and so I think Fickle is right where he needs to be and wants to be because if we can pull that off, yeah, that's so much better than saying we made the final four and got our ass kicked by Alabama. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and saying like, look, all you're doing is flaming the whole fire. I mean, putting you know flame to the fire, saying. We beat a good Georgia team that would have beat yeah. Notre Dame or whomever, whatever, and yeah. say, you know, and that, that little piece of doubt will you can you can use forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, for sure. We beat we hey, we went undefeated. We beat the team we supposed to beat, and then we beat upset Georgia because everybody thinks Georgia is in the SEC the most powerful. So if we could win this game some kind of way, yeah. That would put us in a much better position uh, than if we made the playoffs and lost. Yeah, right. I, I, you know, you know, and we can always go back to saying, "Oh, I remember we played Florida in in the um, Sugar Bowl, and we should have won because coach wasn't there and all that." Yeah, stuff. but no, this is a you know we can win this thing. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna make this super special. This season can be super special. It already is special, but it can just be next level, next level. For recruits and then because you know they already recruiting they but they backsize off now. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they beat Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> what? You know what yeah. I mean? Because they're already still in kids that you think like, oh man, he had LSU offer, he had this team offer, he had you know. So if they do that and then you know they go on the belly of the beast and beat them, you know yeah. when mm-hmm. they when people are saying hey, you know. They're not supposed to be there technically, per se, like doubters. I mean, with people that watch the game, like, hey, this is a legit team. This is a real team. But, you know, you got people that just slight them, like, oh, they shouldn't even be in the conversation because they probably don't watch the games. You know what I mean? So this would be great, I think, personally. Yeah, look look how good – just think about it. How good would UCF be if their coach would have stayed? How yeah. good yeah. would yeah. Uh, SMU be if their coach would have stayed? How good would Houston be – if their coach would have stayed, yeah, now, true. That has a good coach in there, but I'm just saying, if these coaches stay, that's the difference between any major college football. When you got these big boys yeah. who spend all the money, yeah. uh, Alabama, Georgia, uh, LSU, and they spend you know millions of dollars, mm-hmm. and to keep their coach, those mm-hmm. are the only schools people are going to leave a good school for, right? Yeah. If you stay and you continue to build your program. Because what happens is when a coach leaves, that his recruiting class is gone. 
Yeah. Um, and then the next recruiting class is is uh, horrible. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so trying to yep. figure it out. Yep. And you know, so you it just starts a generation of loss, and that's what happened at UCF. Yeah. At UCF, kept their coach, and um, uh, South Florida had kept their coach. Yep. It would be a whole different thing, man. But and I'm glad, you know. Hey, I'm glad, you know, we got a chance to jump on them while they're rebuilding. But they are rebuilding. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be hard. Yeah, it's harder to win in the AAC than it is in the um, um, the ACC. Oh, for sure. Every single week. For sure. Week. For and sure. the same way for uh, even Ohio State. I mean, Ohio State. Even the Big Ten in some cases. Definitely the Pac-10. Pac-12. Oh, oh right. yeah. Pac-10. It's like. To win every single week, yeah, hard. yeah, super hard, super yeah. hard. Because like you got to think about it. I mean, you took you you transport UC into the Pac-12 this year, and everybody's like, "Who is this team?" You know what I mean? Because they yeah. they were run they were rough shot all those teams. Right. They were rough shot. I mean, they beat all those teams by fourteen plus easy. Right. But they just smack them around, run down their throat, throw over top of them. Because they just out physical them, pump them. You know what I mean? They, they would punk those teams. They just flat out punk them. Um, Pac-12. You know they don't play enough defense, so I, you know just in general, you see gonna hit you. So at the end of the day, we we'll fit in perfect. Even right now, you know Oklahoma's on a down year, but they still rank them up over us, which is freaking ridiculous. Um, but you know the other years, okay, you, you know last year, okay, Oklahoma was definitely a better team. And they will be before. back. They will be a powerhouse. Yeah, team. they're gonna be back. Yeah, I mean they got that young quarterback and all those young boys. They're gonna be legit next yeah. year. They might be ready, but uh, this year they not. You know, so it's like. Call it, call it spade a spade, you know, you know, don't hide the books. That's what I feel like they're doing. They're hiding the books on certain stuff. But uh, like you said, I think Fick is in the right spot. We got, we got lucky and got the right dude that wants to, didn't just want to use UC as just a pure springboard, which other people, we knew that was the case. But I mean, at the end of the day, if they're springboarding out, they're normally doing something right. I don't mm-hmm. see you don't got to fire anybody like Terrorville. And right. then we're, we're, you know, the, the program's in a better spot. So that's all that matters at the end of the day. Whenever he does leave, you shake his hand, congratulate him. But it's like you said, when they do leave, the next two years are normally iffy because the prospects are going to leave because, hey, I don't fit in with this guy. This guy didn't recruit me. Right. And then if he does stay, is he going to be a guy that they, after they he gets his guys in, is he going to let me develop? You know what I mean? So it's a lot of, lot of stuff. He might use you for this year, but next year, all right. I got my guy now, so peace. You know, it's just, it's a dirty game right. at the end of the day. Right. But um, but you know, if you see can keep fickle, in which you know I feel like he's gonna. St- I don't even think it's only a couple that he's already showed. It's only gonna take. It's gonna be a major, major school that can pull him away. Because he, I mean, every year somebody's trying to get him. I don't. I just don't see it happening this year with COVID and just um the schools that I think he would be interested in don't really have a. Hey, I'm I'm hiring sign out right now. You right. know what I'm saying? So uh UC's in a good spot, you know. Um the tri-state's a, a a hidden diamond, not even hidden diamond. Everybody knows Ohio football, you know, Kentucky's solid Kentucky kids, a solid Indiana kids so he's pulling on. He's starting to get in, he's getting in Illinois a little bit, starting to sprinkle down in Texas a little bit, which I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm like, hey, yeah, hey, sprinkling in Texas. And so yeah. I'm like, you know, he's gotten two, you know, one for this class and one for the next one already. Getting yeah. in a little bit in Georgia, a little in Florida. So he's, you know, keeps doing that, man. We can keep him for a little bit longer. Our fi- our, uh, our Freeman, like I said, if he does leave, hey, bring Freeman up and we're going to keep rolling. Because 
keep on. That's keep the best case scenario if we to lose a coach. I don't personally believe uh, that um, he, he would leave this year because a lot of schools are keeping their coaches just because of the fact that they can't afford to yeah. do their buyouts. Yep. Very few teams. I mean, they're talking even Tennessee, not Tennessee, but Texas down here. They want him out of there, but they're not going to buy him out because it's too expensive right now. Had they had a full season and, and that yeah. revenue coming in, yeah, yeah, yep. his, his, his behind would be about it. <laughs> um, you know, same thing with Kirby Smart, man. I mean, Kirby Smart is a good coach, yeah, great coach, but you know, Georgia cannot stand not being, uh, you know, the representative of the SEC. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're going to look at this game. I'm telling you, they're not interested in playing Cincinnati. At all. And I I saw in in the press conference you sent me, you know, Kirby had no idea who we were, who the quarterback was. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure he's a good player. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Hey. Yeah. yeah they we'll, don't, look they, at it. we'll look at the films and uh I'm you're yeah. a good team. And I, and I like Fickle. He's a good guy, I've known him for years, you know. Yeah. Come on, dog. Yep, exactly. Me, we know who you are. So yeah, we definitely know who you are. So <laughs> it's like it's like when a wolf, the wolf, <laughs> you know what I mean? They are not used to be in the hunted. You know, we got yeah. we, we smell that blood. So we like, hey man, we know who you are. Y'all, y'all didn't I didn't look at us like that, you know, like the, the <laughs> we, we're the ugly uh the ugly stepchild, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We want some respect. So it's, we got a chance, man. Going home for Christmas and hang out and come on back for a couple of days of practice and come on in the peace bowl and get in uh another peace yeah, the peace bowl and yeah, peace bowl scrimmage with us if you think that's what's gonna be. I know, right? They think it's gonna it's be a friendly. Go ahead and be a friendly. We're gonna be ready. So I'm I'm excited, <laughs> man. So yeah, I know we, we definitely talked a lot. Yeah, we'll get back to it. I appreciate you, man. Always, bro. Much love. So for sure, for sure. So y'all, y'all got two two parts this time. So y'all check it out. We we were definitely rambling some, but we had to get it off our chest. A lot of stuff was going on with the Bearcats and the college football playoff. So yeah, all right. So man, I'm JT, and then my man Dan. We both gonna sign off until next week, y'all. Yes, yes. Look for me on Facebook. I will be dropping this for you folks. And, um, you know, some gems here and there. Uh, my man going to be down there in person. I may try to join and We're going to see. Let me see. All right. Let me know. Let me know. Hit me up. All right. All right. Okay, bro. Let me squeeze. Let me squeeze. It's D. It's D. Let me squeeze. Let me squeeze.